If chocolate is your weakness, the real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals Performance Chocolate can be your strength. I've been searching high and low for cocoa products that deliver meaningful amounts of healthful flavanols with great flavor and minimal sugar. So I'm thrilled to have found Flava Naturals. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain and heart function, including a recent Harvard study showing a 27% reduction in cardiovascular death. But you need to eat five or more ordinary dark chocolate bars every day to match the flavanols consumed in most of these studies. Flava Naturals Performance Dark Chocolate Cocoa Powder and beverages deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate. Their secret is sourcing premium, high flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. The result is decadent dark chocolate with the flavanol levels needed to fuel brain and cardio performance. I use it every day. For more information and to order, just go to flavanaturals.com. That's flavanaturals.com. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Layla Mutin. Thank you for joining me today on this edition of Layla Ways In. Thank you for downloading these podcasts. I really appreciate all of you listeners. And if you want to email me questions, topics of interest that you'd like to hear me weigh in on on this podcast, you may do so. The email is questions at drhoffman.net. That's questions at drhoffman.net. I want to bring you something. This is from the National Cancer Institute that came out this past summer. A keto molecule offers clue for preventing colorectal cancer. Now, we know that cancer rates are going up and up and up. It's hypothesized it could be due to many factors. They did a mouse study. Yeah, yeah, I know it's just a mouse study, but it's very compelling because it does kind of correlate with human trials that have happened or observational. They're not really trials. Observational research on a ketogenic diet for cancer in human beings. This study, the study in mice, suggests that a ketone called beta-hydroxybutyrate, that's BHB, beta-hydroxybutyrate, can slow the growth of abnormal cells in the colon and colon cancer cells. So we know that the diet and the colon have an intimate relationship. Molecules broken down from food and drink continuously bathe the cells that line the intestines. Now, I have to stop right there because we have so many patients that come to see us with inflammatory bowel disease, IBD such as Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis, who are told by their gastroenterologist that, no, diet has nothing to do with it. You need to take this prescription the rest of your life. You need to take this biologic the rest of your life to keep your Crohn's under control or your colitis under control. 
And how come they don't know what the National Cancer Institute is saying here, that your diet and your colon have an intimate relationship, that molecules broken down from food and drink continuously bathe the cells that line the intestines. Common sense, right? How come so many GI doctors don't get that? It really makes me want to pull my hair out. I must tell you, I hear this more often than not. In over 70% of our patients, my patients with inflammatory bowel disease, they're They come in very frustrated because their GI doctor offers them nothing in terms of a different solution other than taking a prescription because they believe that that is the only way forward. Anyway, so in our colon, it's these cells called epithelial cells that give rise to the most common type of colorectal cancer. This relationship has sparked decades of research into diet and colorectal cancer risk. In a new study in mice, researchers have found evidence that a compound produced while eating a ketogenic diet, you know what a ketogenic diet is, a diet that's very high in fat and very low in carbohydrates, could inhibit the development of colorectal cancer. The compound called beta-hydroxybutyrate, you will hear me refer to this as BHB now and again throughout this article, jump-started a signaling pathway in epithelial cells in the colon that instructed them to stop dividing. Beta-hydroxybutyrate is the byproduct of a fat-burning metabolism called lipolysis ketosis. These are the ketone bodies that we're talking about, the beta-hydroxybutyrate, the BHB. The study's leaders and other experts warned, however, that although the study results are intriguing, they don't mean that a ketogenic diet or taking a beta-hydroxybutyrate supplement should be used to prevent or treat colon cancer. Why not, I say, a ketogenic diet is not going to harm you. It's not going to harm you. A ketogenic diet is very useful. If you want to read from Thomas Seyfried, I think he's either out of Yale or out of Boston University, I forget which, my apologies to Dr. Seyfried, but he wrote a beautiful book about cancer as a metabolic disease. And he goes all into ketogenic diet, calorie restriction, the combination of both, reducing glutamines, glutamates, things of that nature that are showing reductions in cell division in cancer cells. So I disagree with these study leaders and experts that are warning that a ketogenic diet, you know, should be used... That doesn't mean that a ketogenic diet uh, should be used to prevent... Well, this is coming out of the National Cancer Institute. National Cancer Institute also has an interest in remaining relevant, right? Because they are very, very closely tied to the pharmaceutical industry. It's true. NIH is. There's a lot going on there. Okay. So in the study, 
The research team from the Perelman School of Medicine at the University of Pennsylvania found that treatment with beta-hydroxybutyrate, BHB, alone slowed or stopped the growth of colorectal tumors in mice. Independent of the diet they were fed, wow! It also slowed the growth of colorectal cancer cells taken from people and grown in the lab. Look at that. Maybe taking a BHB supplement could be the trick. Wouldn't that be fantastic? Quote, when we treated colorectal cancer cells with BHB, they didn't die, but they seemed to start sleeping, basically, said one of the researchers. Now, the study, res the, the study results, which are published on April 27th of 2022 in Nature, Nature is a very prominent uh, magazine, very prominent uh, periodical, offer potentially important new insights into one of the most common cancers. There is a significant contribution, this is a significant contribution, to our understanding of the link between diet and colon cancer, but additional studies on HB's effects in people are needed such as clinical trials using BHB supplements before any conclusions can be made about its role in cancer prevention or treatment. Agree, because this is a mouse study. Agree. That would be great. I would love to see those clinical trials. So the human body is resilient. It truly is. When food is scarce, it shifts from breaking down and using calories from the diet to dipping into its reserves of fat. Ketosis is the process <clears throat> by which fat is transformed into molecules known as ketone bodies that can serve as emergency fuel for the body. Many studies have suggested that ketosis triggered by fasting may have health benefits for some people. These include reduced blood sugar levels and improved sensitivity to insulin. I've been talking about that my whole career so far. And, you know, think about it. When food is scarce, think about our Stone Age ancestors in the dead of winter. A lot of cold, a lot of snow, a lot of ice. There's no vegetables or fruits available unless you found some, you know, underneath the sheets of ice and snow. You've got some frozen fruit and vegetable there, but otherwise they basically ate the animals they were able to kill. So these were times of scarcity, but imagine they were, they were in ketosis. They were in lipolysis ketosis, probably for as much as seven months out of the year. So relatedly, a type of diet called the ketogenic or keto diet has grown in popularity as a weight loss method. It certainly has. I administer it often. This diet uses fat as the primary source of calories, up to 90% in extreme cases, and drastically limits carbohydrates. As long as carbohydrates are low enough, this is a quote, as long as carbohydrates are low enough, the body is basically tricked into the same response as if it was starving. 
This response includes the production of a variety of ketone bodies such as beta-hydroxybutyrate. So listen, it's not a trick. When you're eating plenty of carbohydrates, your body rarely has the opportunity to be burning more fat. That's really what it's about. The keto diet does seem to help some people lose weight in the short term, although its long-term safety and ability to maintain weight loss are unclear. No, it's not unclear. There is reams and reams of research, National Cancer Institute. There is plenty of it. But researchers have also long been intrigued about whether fasting and diets that mimic fasting, including the keto diet, could potentially help to prevent cancer or even play a part in treating it. Absolutely. I will tell you that most cancer patients who come to see me, this is the diet that I put them on, unless there is some other variable or condition, comorbidity, that I need to take into consideration. So, quote, before this study, previous research suggested that fasting is beneficial in various kinds of cancer. It's true. But such diets are difficult to stick to, he added. So we're looking for things that would be as beneficial as fasting without fasting itself. We're not talking about fasting for a month. I can't think of anyone diagnosed with cancer who wouldn't be willing to try some fasting because it can be very beneficial. It's often fasting for 48 hours that then throws the body into ketosis. And after those 48 hours, you start eating a ketogenic diet. You maintain that lipolysis, ketosis, fat-burning metabolism, right? That increases your mitochondria. So, putting cancer cells to sleep. The research team started by feeding mice one of six different diets containing varying levels of fats and carbohydrates. Two were ketogenic, being composed of about 90% fat. Ketogenic is 70, 80, 90% fat, absolutely. The mice were then exposed to chemicals that caused them to develop colorectal cancer. Mice fed either of the ketogenic diets had fewer tumors and smaller tumors than mice-fed diets with a higher percentage of carbohydrates. Mice with colorectal cancer fed the ketogenic diets also live longer. Similar results were seen when the researchers repeated these experiments using mice engineered to develop colorectal cancer, which developed tumors spontaneously. When the mice were fed a ketogenic diet after tumors had already formed, their tumors grew very slowly or stopped growing altogether. When the researchers discontinued the diet, the tumors started growing again. Further experiments ruled out that the keto diet's effects on tumor growth were due to differences in calories between the diets changes in the immune system or reduce inflammation. However, the researchers did observe a decrease in cell division in proliferation of these cells 
in the epithelial cells lining the colon and in colorectal cancer cells in mice-fed the ketogenic diet. So what caused these effects? Further work pointed to ketone bodies as the critical component. Among the ketone bodies they analyzed using mouse intestinal tissue grown in lab dishes, beta-hydroxybutyrate, BHB, stood out. It reduced the growth of both normal intestinal tissues without causing damage to healthy epithelial cells and of intestinal tumors. So they're talking about harnessing now an evolutionary advantage. Next, the team tested whether BHB alone could have effects similar to those of a ketogenic diet. They gave BHB to mice with colorectal cancer that were fed a normal diet using BHB levels designed to mimic concentrations that would be induced by ketosis. Giving BHB alone, even in the presence of normal amounts of carbohydrates, decreased tumor growth. This is very exciting. Using cultured intestinal tissue, the researchers found that BHB binds to receptor on epithelial cells called HCAR2. This binding in turn boosts the activity of a gene called HOPX, setting a cascade, setting off a cascade that eventually signals cells to stop dividing. So look, the presence of beta-hydroxybutyrate changes, turns on the cell, turns on the genes that help to reduce the, the, the cell division of cancer cells. Evolutionarily, the ability of BHB to slow or stop cell growth makes perfect sense. Quote, ketone bodies are a source of emergency energy for the brain. I disagree that it's emergency energy. I, I agree that it is normal uh, energy. In fact, Dr. Dr. Atkins often said that according to the research, the brain preferred ketone bodies to glucose to blood sugar. And based on our study, that same molecule has a second property. We're talking about ketone bodies. That same molecule is a second property, which is to shut down everything else that, that is energy consuming. If the body is starving and you want to keep your brain alive, it would be a waste of energy to let these cancer cells pro proliferate. The body can fix things later once it's been fed. And this ability of ketone bodies to stop cell growth in the periphery of the body also seemed, seemed to slow colorectal tumor growth. In a final set of experiments, the, the team studied the effect of beta-hydroxybutyrate on human tissue, both colon samples taken from healthy human donors and tumor samples from people with colorectal cancer in lab dishes. Similar to the results in mice, BHB reduced growth of both types of tissue. It boosted the expression of the gene HOPX, which is the human version of. So this is very, this is fascinating. 
So BHB slow growth of human colorectal cell, uh, cells in lab. So now the researchers want to learn whether it works in people. Specifically, they want to know if boosting BHB levels could slow abnormal cell growth and extend the period when precancerous polyps might be detected before they grow into full-blown cancer. Because as long as you can find polyps early, you can remove them before they become invasive. They have launched a small clinical trial to start looking for an answer. The study will enroll people with Lynch syndrome. Lynch syndrome is a genetic condition that predisposes people to develop many types of cancer, including colorectal cancer. Participants will have tissue samples taken during a routine colonoscopy. They'll then be given uh, a BHB lace drink to consume daily for four weeks, after which they'll return for a second round of sample collection. Quote, the idea is to see first if the drink is safe and that it doesn't cause any side effects. The second is to see if the same mechanism we identified in mice is also relevant in people. We have the first evidence that it is the case in the current study, but we want to see when we do this kind of intervention, do we see the same changes in gene expression in living people? If they do see these effects, the next step would be a study to see if beta-hydroxybutyrate, BHB, could slow polyp growth in people. And if BHB is found to suppress polyp growth in people, many other intriguing questions arise in addition to prevention. Could BHB supplements be used in tandem with colorectal cancer treatments? And could BHB's effect be seen in cancers that form outside of the digestive tract? Quote, there have been reports that ketogenic diets may be beneficial during treatment in some cancer types, but detrimental in others. Hmm. So, and I'll tell you personally, I've not seen where it's detrimental. So I would be interested to see that. Quote, so we want to understand what kind of tumors could benefit from beta-hydroxybutyrate versus other contexts where it might have no effect at all or even be harmful. Hmm. So what's the microbiome's impact on BHB? Another factor potentially complicating the understanding of how BHB works in the colon is that the current study didn't touch on the microbiome's possible role in influencing the body's response to different nutrients. The microbiome, as we know, is the collection of bacteria, fungi, and viruses that live in the human gut and that varies widely from person to person, has been shown to play a role in weight gain and weight loss, some inflammatory diseases, and even whether people respond to some cancer therapies. And the makeup of a given person's microbiome can affect its interactions with nutrients, medications, and anything else that passes through the gut. And in some people, depending on their microbiome, BHB may not have an effect. So for now, BHB is a don't-try-this-at-home scenario. It's currently sold widely as a dietary supplement, but its risks and benefits need much more study. I'll tell you, what will not be risky is just embarking on a ketogenic diet and making your own endogenous beta-hydroxybutyrate. That's a wonderful thing. So, and this was a mouse study, and mouse metabolism is different from human metabolism. Agree.
So whether or not these findings translate to clinical situations is still unknown. Yes, that's a good caution. This wasn't tried in patients in the study. We're optimistic based on the data we gathered from mouse models, but we should definitely wait before we make any specific recommendations in people. Well, I would always recommend a ketogenic diet, and I think uh, this is very worthy research to be done in human trials. I'd be very interested to see the outcome. But there are many outcomes in Dr. Thomas Seyfried's book, Cancer as a Metabolic Disease. I want to thank you for joining me on another edition of Layla Weighs In here on Intelligent Medicine. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.